Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Let's do the bare necessities. You have have a (laughs) notebook? I found it today. Sweet Jesus. She's got a notebook. We're really in business now. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. This is episode 40. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. That's exciting. Lordy, lordy, hustle humbly's 40. That's right. So there you go. (laughs) Episode 40 is the bare necessities. Great. Yay. That's perfect. I love it. We can sing this. You can sing us the song later. Okay. That sounds great. Great. And for those of you tuning in on YouTube, I have my hat on today. Yep. We are coming at you casual. Uh, yeah, I've got it looks my, like we're wearing the same shirt. I've got but, my Louisiana shirt on. Uh, and I have my my realtor. That's who we are. I love that one. That's cute. Um, to be I just, fair. I couldn't wash my hair today. To our podcast people, <laughs> we are still on Zoom and not in the same yes. location as we record this on April 20th for a release date of, I think it's mid-May. So we may actually be on the loose by this time, by the time this comes Maybe. out. May 11th, yeah. May 11th, this will come out. Oh, hopefully we're at least kind of out. Yeah, I know, right? Then. I know. Agree. <sighs> that would be okay. nice. Okay. Do you feel like you're ready to go? I mean, we sort of already yeah, did I the intro. Yeah, actually start us off. <laughs> go. <laughs> okay. So this episode, I thought, I was just thinking, you know, during this quarantine time of, you know, should I be revamping my business? Like, what should I be doing? And then we had someone reach out to us because they were embarrassed because they have never asked for an online review. And it just got me thinking, like, what is the bare necessity? Like, when you're a realtor, it doesn't matter what stage of the game. Yeah. What should you be doing at least at a minimum? Yeah. And these are just things that if you're doing these things, you could you could survive. Right. Um, in the real estate world. So I wanted to start off because I know there's so many things that you can do. Well, that's the problem. They are constantly coming at you. So there's mm-hmm. so many things you can do. You could see what everyone else is doing and you just keep adding stuff in and you never get really consistent at the stuff you're doing. Right. Okay. Go and so it's like there, again, you know, we talk about the noise a lot. There's so many different people and there's so much noise and they're all telling you what to do. And then the comparison game comes in and you see other people doing something and you're like, I should be doing that. Why? How come I'm not doing that? I'm a slacker. And then it's just all downhill from there. Yep. So I spent this morning, I knew we were going to be doing this episode and I reflected on my last nine years. Okay. And I try to think of all the things that I have tried Tried. or felt pressured to try, felt like I should try, things that have just affected me mentally and made me feel less than, not good enough, Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. 
And then I think me and you can look at our basic list okay. and just pull out all the clutter. Love it. So here's my list. Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> I'm excited. Farming expired. Pay for leads. Door knocking. Find a niche. Cold calling. Foreclosures. Open houses. Host a first time homebuyer workshop. Volunteer. Build a brand. Video email. Advertise in the newspaper. Do a radio ad. Handwrite letters. Bulk mail. Seasonal treats to clients. Swag. Magnets, pins, hats, shirts, fancy business cards. Have a fancy website. Network. Go to networking events. Social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, IGTV. Attend coffee dates. Lunches. Um, add to your stories on social media. Um, Target uh, target investors offer free services, provide a vendor list, do paid ads for sale by owners, offer free market analysis, schedule posts on social media, do a series, blogs, host client parties. I also see realtors reviewing restaurants, stores, local businesses, do birthday calls, send gifts, anniversary gifts, remember the pets, remember their kids, <laughs> five, five, five. <laughs> Are, are you done? <laughs> like no lie, and that is just stuff I thought of in like that thirty minutes. Is amazing. Oh my god, it was really hard for me not to laugh over the whole thing. <laughs> oh, like that is just the things that I have personally been affected by. That's legit. That's not even a joke. Like you were seriously writing a list. Yeah. I I didn't even like Google things you could do to generate business and real estate. I no. just tried to think of the things that have affected me personally. You didn't hit them all, sis. No. You didn't. didn't. And, I didn't even like scratch the surface and, probably. And still the list was completely ridiculous. Like I wanted to laugh out loud while you were talking. And so after reviewing this list, <laughs> I mean, of course people are feeling like, what am I supposed to do? There's right. so much pressure to perform. You need to perform. Right. For your family, you know, for your goals, financially. I mean, this is your job. Yep. And if you aren't doing all these things, you just feel like a failure. Yep. So we wanted so. to do the bare necessities. Well, I like it. I think what we need to just like back it up and remind people is that it is actually a very simplistic process. You mm -hmm. help people buy and sell homes. End of the story. Getting through the transaction has a lot of facets to it, but there it is in its essence a very simple task. Mm -hmm. Help person sell home, help person buy home. Repeat. Do, do I do I think that is easy? No. Do I think that it requires you to do anything on the list you just read? No. So, I mean like it just it's not I think we overcomplicate it when we re, when we're trying to build a business, right? So we just, oh, well, I've got to be the marketing person and I've got to be the, you know, HR and all the pieces and I better, I don't know what that is. So I better just start doing stuff. I got to do all this stuff. Um, but it really is quite simple. So what would you say then is the number one bare necessity? You got to have the number one thing that I think needs to be the starting point of any new realtor. And if you are an experienced realtor that doesn't have this, you need to go back and it's the database. The database. That's what I was going to say. Because if you don't have people, you're not going to have anyone to sell that house to. Without the people, you can't even start. If you don't have all yeah. of your people in one place, and that cannot be in your address book in your phone, yeah. this needs to be a database. Go back, yes. listen to episode nine, the database episode. We really dive in depth about why it's yeah. important. 
but if you have a database, you're, and this is not factual, but you are probably ahead of at least half of the realtors out there. Oh, yeah. People don't keep track of their people. No, no, they don't. And that's the most important part because then you forget who you should even be keeping track of if you don't Mm -hmm. put them in the database. And I think you're right. Number nine is our most downloaded episode. It's the episode completely on database. It is a really good one. Um, But I think you have to remember to put the people in your database that you haven't necessarily worked with yet. Did you meet, like when you meet someone at your showing, that's the family member of whoever you're working with, you're adding them to your database. I think the key is that you should be collecting up people who you've met, who you know, and that way, you know, if you want to implement some sort of process, who you need to even talk to. Right. Okay. I like it. Database is number one. Yeah. And I mean, and to touch on that too, database isn't just about like people who you hope would be real estate prospects. I mean, right. It started, my database originated from the Excel spreadsheet I had to make for my wedding. Yeah. Like that's just, I had everybody's names and addresses and I just added to, added to, and now I periodically add to and clean out, you know, it needs to be focused and it needs to be manageable. Right. I but just agree. having all your people in one place. Uh, yeah, you got to have them all in the in the same place. And we both do it the same way. And again, we've talked about it before. So I don't think it's... And again, don't overcomplicate the database. Just yeah. simply put them on a spreadsheet, a sheet of paper somewhere that they are being recorded and added to and subtracted from. So when I was a new agent, I was like in this fog. I didn't know what to do. I was trying to do so many things. I was not being productive at all. And I was trying to make a night. Like I was like, I I need business cards now. (laughs) I'm going to make these business cards and they are going to be so fancy. And I spent a whole day. Yeah. On different websites, pricing them out, uh, formatting you know, the, the business mm-hmm. card, adding logos, changing font color. Yeah. Like that's not productive. I don't even have business cards on my list of essentials. No, I don't either. I don't even think you need them. Okay. No. That's if, if we're talking about the bare necessities of what you need to be successful in this business. It's not a business card. It's not. It does not make the top mm-hmm. list. It's on the other stuff, which is nice to have and do. Yeah. Nice. But to you have. don't need it. I split mine up into must have and nice to have. Oh, you don't, you don't have to have a business card. It's nice, but it's not key. It's nice. It's fine. And it's not going to grow your business and it's not going to prove that you're a legitimate business. Y'all, especially now in these times, so much of what we do is online and through text and telephone. You're not even meeting people in person and handing them a business card. I mean, like, it's just ridiculous. And we get tripped up by that because here's the problem. Most of us are building the first business we've ever built on yeah. our own where we didn't work for someone else. And you're like, well, what makes a business look like a business? Well, a business card and a website and all these things that don't actually mean you're going to sell any real estate and you get really bogged down and a lot of them are expensive. So then you've wasted a lot of time and money and you're not bringing any in yet. Yeah. It's yeah, tricky. especially the nice business cards. The one I was trying to make, oh, they were very expensive. Were at the they? end of the day, no lie, at the end of the day, I added them all to my cart and was like, I can't afford it. And no I didn't way. order them. 
Our company uh, gave us like 250 free like business cards. Plain ones. Plain ones with my name mm-hmm. and no picture or anything. And yeah. they lasted me like a whole year. And that's just what I used. They will so. last you a whole year. The last time I bought business cards, I got a thousand and I just ran out and I've had them for at least three or four years. Yeah, I think I only put them if I like handwrite a letter or something. Maybe yes. I have them at open houses to just like, you know, when people are leaving. Yes. But Well, I used to do that too. I would drop a business card in a handwritten letter. But I will tell you, and this was on my list of must-haves though, you need thank you notes. You need thank you notes or some sort of note card or something that you can write a note in and send in the mail. And the ones that I have now, I'll find one for YouTube. Um, the ones I have now actually have my my information printed on the back. So I don't even have to drop a business card in there anymore. It's a thank you on the front or whatever message on the front. And then the my information's on the back. So if mm-hmm. they needed it. But I think that that is a necessity because I think that you have to send a thank you card when you're done. I think that you have some great best practices about sending cards to people who've joined your clients for a showing or if you met a family member, you know, during the process. I I think that a handwritten note is a non-negotiable. There should be a stack of them that you have. And you can go get grocery store ones that just say thank you. They don't need to be fancy. Mm -hmm. So we have database. Yep. Some type of simple stationery. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. I need to find one. I don't have it. Anyway. Yes, you need the stationery. Got to have your thank you notes. I, because I think that that is a best practice that relates directly to your database. Mm-hmm. It does. Mimi, you should be. And when you're done with a transaction, also, if you're new and you don't have a lot of money or wherever you're at in the process, do not feel like you have to go buy your sellers a $500 closing gift or $20 uh, no. closing mm-hmm. gift. I mean, quite honestly, most of my sellers don't get a gift. They get a thank you note handwritten in the mail. Yeah. But I mean, they hired me to provide a service. I provided the service. You're welcome. I, I'm not required <laughs> to give you a gift. Now, I give my buyers a gift typically. But again, I'm not spending more than $30 usually. Right. I mean, now, I guess it would depend on the situation. Um, but the not a bare necessity. You do not have no. to give gifts. That's sort no. of my point. That's not even a necessity. But I think a thank you note, necessary. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Okay. What's next on your list of necessities? So I didn't really know how to word this one. Okay. But I put responsiveness. So like, oh, when you're new, you mm-hmm. have to be, and all the time, this is any realtor. Yeah. Any realtor, if you've been doing this 50 years, one year, if you are not responding yeah. to emails, phone calls, text messages, mm-hmm. voicemails, you are behind the game. Yes. And you have to figure out a way to keep up with responding. Okay. So I'll tell you I don't how know I what worded you would call this. that. Because yeah. I have it on mine too. Okay. Um, I had this as you need a set of business principles. This isn't mm. a free activity. It shouldn't take you more than 20 minutes. And you need to write down my number one thing was what is your response time? Like, what are you held, holding yourself accountable for? Um, what are your business hours? Do you want to set up some sort of system there? Like, let's put this all in place on the front end because likely most of the people who are interested in this episode are probably newer, Okay, you know, but even if you're older or have been in it for a while and are just trying to set up whatever you need to and, and cut out all the fluff, I think yeah. business print, there's got to be a set of standards that you're putting in place for your business. I just call them business principles, but whatever they are response time needs to be there. So if yeah, you're going absolutely. on vacation, you need to set a vacation responder. You need to have someone that's watching your business. Like you have to have a system. 
Again, if all you did was answer your phone and email, you are ahead. Oh my gosh, yes. Answer the telephone. This year, 2020, I have encountered more realtors that I have to text like the next day and say, did you get my offer? Right. Oh, sorry, I don't check my email that often. They literally say that out loud. That's wild. Like they're not afraid to say, I'm <laughs> like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, like how do you run a business that way? Hello, friends. Hi, all Our template course has launched. It's out there. And we have been getting some really positive feedback. Yes, I have some great feedback I wanted to share with you guys. Um, We had one purchaser say, thank you for these templates. As a new agent, I feel it would have taken me years to create these on my own. That's awesome. I know, it's so great. And then I had, these are so incredibly helpful. What a great investment. Thank you for your time and efforts putting these together. I think that... You guys, this is the answer to saving yourself some time. It it helps you put systems in place. It keeps you professional. It keeps you consistent. It just makes everything run so much smoother. So much smoother. You're never going to forget to tell somebody something. No, because this it's covers, all there. It's all there. And you're going to edit it to make it sound like your voice if you'd like. And it's going to be perfect for your business. Yeah. So go check out our template course. Yes. At hustlehumblypodcast.com. Perfect. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. So I think a set of business principles with with your response time. Mm -hmm. Um, This sort of also goes into my, I had on mine, a task list per seller and buyer transaction. I think that you should make a list of what happens in a transaction from point A to point B of a buyer and of a seller. And you should have a place where you are checking those things off every single time. So whether it's on paper or in some sort of transaction management, whatever you choose, it's not hard to Mm -hmm. just, I have mine on a sheet of paper for the longest time. You just check off as you go. Right. But that way you're giving the same experience every time. So I think it's essential to know what your task per transaction should be. That's one of the things I love about real estate is that we do the same thing over and over times 100, times 30, Mm -hmm. times 15, however many houses you want to sell. We do the same thing. People are always like, how do you keep up with the number of things that you have to do? I'm like, we do the same thing. Every yeah. it's not like it's not like I have, you know, 15 transactions pending and they're all require different things. Like yeah. for the most part, it's a repeatable process. It's all repeatable. Right. You know? Yes. It's and all like, repeatable. On my checklist, say, I have on there like check flood insurance. Well, guess what? If the house isn't in a flood zone, check, you know, yeah. Check it's, it like, it's like anything that I could possibly need to think of yeah. is on that list. But so many people think that they can trust their brain more than they do. Right. And yeah. that they're just going to like the times that I go on autopilot are when mistakes start being made. It's yeah. just, if you want it to be done well, you need to have some sort of checklist, some sort mm-hmm. of system. Will this go under systems? Is that where yeah, we are? Yeah, I think that's in? a system. Yeah. yeah for because sure. I just had on my list like systems. Yeah. You what need is a, your yes. system? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just wing it is no. what we're trying to say. So like no. when you get a sign call, what do you do with that phone number after you hang up? What is your system for that? Do you have your checklist in place? What is your system for follow-up? Where do you put people that, 
you know, maybe aren't in your database right now, but people that you're actively showing houses to. Because I know like the people I'm showing houses to right now, I just met them and I'm not going to put them in my database right now because they either like they're about to move or. Yeah. So, but they have to be somewhere. So where are you putting people? Where do you put them? Are those people in Trello? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got to do the Trello. (laughs) Yes, you need to do the, the people are going to ask again. I know. I I, I promise guys, as soon as I can like get it together and, and do a, I'll try to do my best to just do a a screen video video of what my Trello looks like. It's not that hard. It would probably only take me like 30 minutes. Right. Okay. I'm just, I don't know. I'll get it. I'm working on it. Thank you. We appreciate, we all appreciate that. No problem. Anything (laughs) else under systems that you have? Uh, Yes, I have one. This is a non-negotiable and I cannot tell you how many, are you good? Yeah. Yeah. There was a bug. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times I've had people either, other agents either be impressed that I have this or tell me that they don't have it and just kind of like scratch their head. You have to have a buyer and a seller folder or some sort of I think this needs to be under nice to have. Or you don't think this is a necessity for me. Not and for I me. Knew there w- I knew there would be something <laughs> that we didn't agree on, but this is not, this is not like a, maybe I could do it. It'd be okay. I have never left my ha- house or office for showing or a listing without a folder in my hand. Never, never, never. I guess. Never. Because I'm, I'm trying to think. So like, I guess mine would be under email templates. May, yes, if you've because already seen now, I wasn't sending that pre, you know, by like the new buyer rules, or I wasn't sending all those emails. I take the information in my hands. Mm-hmm. Might just be because I'm a little bit older. I don't mm-hmm. know. You're and I would, sh- but you know what it is? I will tell you what that kept in place for me. When I go to that appointment with that folder, it has my agency disclosure pamphlet in it. Mm-hmm. And that is why I have never missed one of those or very, yeah. very seldom. I mean, yeah. like, I, I take out the folder and I have a, the listings in there, whatever we went to go see. It has all of the information about warranties and flood insurance. I wonder and if that's, whatever. if the agency pamphlet is like in every state. I don't know. It's definitely just so like it's Louisiana, Louisiana. We have this like blue pamphlet that we're supposed to have every single person in the world sign that we talk <laughs> that we to meet, right? about real estate. And yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah. And we're required to hang on to that signed document for five years so it's I not how, if that's going to be a thing forever so silly. I don't know it I mean it just ex- whatever it explains agency law and you know Louisiana sure. law is what it is mm-hmm. uh, but I think that having I don't even think you need a listing presentation I but I want my listing folder which has information in it and that way I have gone with some amount of preparedness to these mm-hmm. appointments so I guess to piggyback on that on my list of must-haves I put templates. And this okay. is something I think just develops as you work the transaction. Like ours, de- mine developed like six years into my business. I yeah. just noticed that I was writing the same thing over and over. So I started yep. saving it. Um, but I have my new buyer email with the list of rules and expected expenses. And you know, if you've purchased our template course, you've seen all these things. Yeah. And it's very similar to having a hard copy listing packet, buyer packet. Yeah. So it just sets the tone for your level of professionalism and what you're telling people every time that you're telling them the same thing. We can maybe boil this down to the actual bare necessity here is that you have repeatable information that you are giving your buyers or your sellers. Yes. You're, you're giving your clients 
the it's, same it's, information. Right, Consistency. Exactly. Yes. Okay, I had one more. Okay. I don't know if this is a nice to have or a must have, but I kind of lean towards a must have. You need to have a repeatable marketing plan for your listings. So it really is just the task list of what are you actually doing per listing. If you don't, I find that this is where you can really get off the rails and every time is different. Mm -hmm. If you're slow or, you know, you can get really deep into a listing and do all these things, do all the things. And then if you're busy, you just like get the bare minimum, like turn in the the listing to your office and they type it into the MLS and you're like gone. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there has to be a list of tasks per listing that you'll always do mm-hmm. so that you know you've done everything you're supposed to do for that listing and not three weeks in when the seller's calling you annoyed because nothing's happening and then all of a sudden you're trying to create a marketing plan. I think if you have this, it will make it easier for you to be confident in a listing appointment. So yes. like say this is what I'm going to do. And it will also give you the list of things that you need to hold yourself accountable for during that listing. Yeah. I think it needs to be on the must-have. I think so. I think if you're going to be out there marketing real estate, you need you it. you got to actually market And I'm it. ashamed to say that I don't have one that I'm super proud of right now. Yeah, I, I feel like mine, I have one, and it's mm-hmm. got what I would consider my bare necessities per listing. Yeah. But sometimes I do add in, and sometimes I don't get them all done. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. But I think... You got to at least have the intention to start there. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm none of us are perfect. to redo mine. Like now yeah. that, you know, in the beginning, I didn't need it that much because I didn't really have listings. I was so buyer right. heavy. And now I'm very listing heavy and we're in this quarantine and listings are kind of sitting and it's like, what can we do? You yeah. know, and having some kind of guide that you just repeat is, mm-hmm. you know, key, I think. I think so too. I think that's key. Um, I think that was the last thing I had on my bare necessities list. The last thing I had on my must have Mm -hmm. was people. People. Okay. (laughs) But I put that to mean if you are in real estate, you have to be social in some aspect so that you are around people. Okay. And that people are seeing you and you are seeing them. And they are thinking of, like, if you are not seeing people, if you're kind of like a hermit in your house and, like, if you don't have kids and they're not involved in school or, you know, if you have a dog but you don't do anything with your dog, like, you need to <laughs> find something like that that makes you in front of people. I agree. Because if you don't have something that's right. keeping you in front of the people, you're going to become a secret agent. Yep. They're not going to remember you. You're going to have to work so much harder everywhere else. Yeah. And this doesn't mean that you have to be like out all the time. Like you can be a homebody and be social. It's about well, finding like your thing that Okay. I think that in. this is where I'm going to insert. I had made a note in the nice to have column that you need your social media profile set up. Yeah. But if you are not in out in front of the people in real life, you sure as heck better be in front of them on social I media. I think we should label this one as people slash social media. Okay. As a must have. Okay. I because like Because I think in 2020 to have you a successful should, yeah. real estate business. You know what I love is not on, are you done with your must have list? Oh, yeah. 
You know what I love that's not on there? What? Like a website. That's what I have on my, I have it in my nice to have. Like you don't need one. You don't need it. Sure. It's nice. It's You don't lovely. need it. You, you don't do need it. not. I have, uh, I guess I have one because, you know, my company has one. And then I had one made last summer that I've never promoted because I never got around to right. it and I need to. But like, you don't need it. You don't need it to sell real estate. Because no. everyone is going to go, every consumer is going to go to their favorite overly um, advertised website. I don't know what it is. Zillow, Realtor.com, Remax, whatever, you know, Colwell Banker, whatever they go to. They're going to some website and it doesn't matter if you have a personal one or not. You, that's not where you're getting your people from. Right. Right. Not it's if just you're not. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to re-review. Everything okay. that we have. And Please do. When we air this episode, we can make an Instagram post about it. Okay. So here's what we have as the real estate bare necessities. If bare you necessity. are in real estate, you need to be at minimum. Okay. Forget about all the other crap. This is like at a minimum mm-hmm. what you should be doing. You should have a database. Mm-hmm. You should have some kind of stationary. Yep. You need to have your principles in place. What mm-hmm. is your principle on response time? What are your business hours? What are your standards that you are not compromising yes, on? Yes, professional standards. Professional standards. Love it. You need your seller-buyer transaction checklist. Mm-hmm. You need templates in place to mm-hmm. regularly communicate with all your clients the same. Mm-hmm. You need a repeatable marketing plan. Yep. And you need people slash social media, meaning yep. real-life people and people on the internet. Yeah. That is the bare necessities. So I hope if you are feeling like overwhelmed today, like you're not a good realtor, I bet you're doing, you know, at least 80% of these things. Right. And And if you're not, start. These are easy things. Yes. Go reevaluate your business though and start here. So Mm -hmm. just for two weeks, ignore anything that isn't one of these things and get all of these things set up. And then Mm -hmm. you can add your fluff back in. But spending three days on uh, editing your website is a useless task. Yes. So useless. It'll uh, it just, suck your time. It'll yeah. kill your productivity. At the yeah. end of the day, you're down on yourself because you know you didn't do what you needed to do that day yeah. to make money. Yeah. You probably spent money. Yeah. Oh, you probably spent a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Is consistency after this episode? Um, I think it will go after it'll, yeah, we're going to do, because I have a lot of notes on consistency that tie into this because great, like in real estate, we compare ourselves so much to what other people are doing. Yep. And you know, I heard a radio ad the other day of a realtor. Yes. And it made me go, oh my gosh, like I could do, I could do a radio ad. No, Alyssa, no. No. Like, but for that moment, for a moment, I thought, I should do that. No, no, that's not what I'm doing. So for all the other things that I read at the beginning, Mm -hmm. what should we do with these things, Katie? Should we pick three? Should we pick one? Like, if we're doing the basics. Yeah. Like if we're, you know, how do we know when to stop? (laughs) Are you asking me a question with no answer? I don't this know. feels rhetorical. Um, how do you, I? This is the thing. If you don't have enough time to do the bare necessities, you don't have time for any of those things. Right. If, you need to just focus on mastering the bare necessities. And I'm going to tell you right now, looking at this bare necessity list, once it is mastered, you will have time for something on your big crazy list. I promise. Once you get yeah. your 
your system set up. And once you get a lot of these things on your bare necessity list going, Mm -hmm. they're not going to take, it doesn't take forever to maintain your database. It's not, once you have some stationary, you got it. You're going to send five thank you notes a day. Even that's not going to take you more than 30 minutes. After you get these systems moving and set up and you've got your bare necessities done, yes, add something else in. Do you want to send postcards to a farm? Fine, but don't add in 10 things. Add in one thing, do it for three months, see how you feel about it. If it produces results, continue, then add another thing. But don't do it for two weeks, say it doesn't work, and then move on to the next thing or do five things at once and not know even which one's doing producing what results? Like, what's the point? This is getting me really excited to record our consistency episode because there's so many stats in there about the fail rate is high because people try to do too much and then they fail and then they get down on themselves and they quit. Exactly. So if you've listened to this episode, be sure to tune in next week when we discuss consistency. And we've done an episode on consistency. And I think next the next one is going to focus specifically on consistency through like curveballs through regular life. So we've already talked about consistency once in your business. So you can go back and listen to that one as well. But this one, we're going to kind of really talk about when life gets in the way. Yeah. Do you know what episode number consistency was? It's will, okay if you don't. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's out there. Okay. It's cool. not that it's not that far back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all for the bear. The bear necessity should be short. There's not supposed to be a lot of them. So yeah. I, no. I think, just I think we're all focus good. Focus on those things. Do them well. And you do them well for like six months and don't yeah. do anything else. Just I know. Do you know what it makes me think of? Like keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Yes, that's just, just that's our business just, model here at Hustle Humbly. Keep it simple. Don't don't overcomplicate. Overcomplicating is going to overwhelm you, and then yeah. it is going to make you feel like you can't keep up, and that's not true. Right. You got this. People. You got it. It's not hard. It's you not don't hard. have to reinvent the wheel and think of all these fancy things no, to do. And, and you with that long list that you read at the beginning, that list came strictly from a place of comparison. It did not 100%. come from. A, it didn't come from a place where you actually believed you had to do that stuff because you know how successful you are. You know you don't need to do all of those things. But it comes from a place of comparison where you see people doing, and you're like, oh, shoot. I should do that. I should do that. And I'm not. Don't. Don't let, it, don't let people make you feel less than. Get the, get the basics done. Sometimes people look fancy and they're not actually making any money. Oh, there's a lot of that out there. Just look <laughs> so at your MLS. Much. I mean, you'll see. So much. Just just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Focus on the necessities and you're going to be fine. It'll be fine. You'll fine. be ahead, actually. Uh, way ahead, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to toast to Emily Ness. Okay. Emily is a new agent. She is in Birmingham, Alabama. She is a mom and she just absolutely kills it on social media. She's trying all the things. She's a fan of the show and I just... Her positive attitude is a pure delight. And I noticed on social media recently that her kids threw her like a party to celebrate <gasps> that she had gotten to half of her goal of 12 oh my transactions. Gosh, yes. That's so, so neat. It was only, I mean, I don't even think this was like in April and she'd already gotten halfway through her goal and they celebrated her. And I just thought that was so sweet. 
Yeah, and that I is wanted really to, sweet. I mean, it's so nice. So I wanted to toast to Emily. She's doing an awesome job, and she's just she's just not afraid to try new things and put herself you out try. there. I know, and it's working. So yeah. I just I think that's amazing. So cheers to Emily. Cheers, Emily. Yay. Okay, bye, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.